Oh, what was that a little cough? Sorry, yeah, just clearing my throat, on, getting ready. Th- I thought you were about to sing it. Old <clears throat> McDonald. No, just come on. Is he clearing your throat again? I just have, yeah. Did I'm good now. Clear. Clear it. Cleared. <clears throat> I mean, those guys. I still. Do you ever think of things back in your past which can make you actually throw up? Are you talking about the guy you had sex with in the beige suit? <laughs> That's the prisoner at the vending machine. <laughs> the bit you left out of the diary entry was what happened after that. <laughs> I Actually, what happened after that was the next morning. You, the next morning you woke up, he was banging on your bedroom door, <laughs> no. and then you had to let him out. No, Jamie was banging on from the inside too. <laughs> no, the funniest thing about that was Nick. Again, Nick, we're going to shout out from Staffing Pig. We all went back to this hotel that we all had three different rooms in a lovely travel lodge in Manchester. Went and checked into rooms. I checked in. Ed checked. That's the, in. the last place I'd go by the way if I just got out of prison myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. to the vending machine in the travel lodge yeah. Yeah. but I checked in Ed checked in Nick went to check in and they said sorry so your room's been cancelled <laughs> it was like it was like 2am in the morning oh my god he was like what, what do you mean it's been cancelled like yeah someone's cancelled it <laughs> what was it What did, did he sleep with you no he slept with Ed uh, Ed went come on mate come to bed just come to it took him under my wing oh, right. there you go hello everyone welcome back to part 2 of Private Parts uh, we are still with Ed Williams hey Ed hello Man. Hey, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, iZettle. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. We really do love iZettle. If you are a startup, if you are a business, go and check it out because it really does help. We used it a lot, didn't we, Ed? We did, yeah. Best I way will, to take payments. I Super will be easy. using it with my mobile Yoshi bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, if you could, okay, tell you what, if you could, um, let's do the dinner party thing. If you could, you could have a couple of people around you, or you can have a business, right? You've got your business and you could pick any board that you want. People on your board, you're allowed two people in history to sit on the board of your business who are you going to pick Ed Williams who are you going to go for I know your first one Johnny Iovine there we go yeah. so Beats if you haven't seen yeah, it yeah, that no, I documentary Jimmy. amazing Jimmy Iovine Jimmy sorry Jimmy 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 Johnny Bravo I've merged two people Johnny <laughs> Ive designer of the iPhone <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so J- Jimmy Iovine Jimmy Iovine um, and he did a doc there's a documentary called the Defiant Ones on Netflix yes it's very, good, amazing. very good amazing very inspirational yeah. super super cool um, yeah love him and other than that, whew, who would I go for? Who's the, what is the book you just told me to read about the Nike thing? What is that? Phil Knight. That's what, that was actually what I was thinking. Yeah, Shoe Dog. So mm. Phil Knight, story of Nike and how he built it. And I think what's amazing about that when we talked back earlier about patience is that the whole way through until Nike, basically until they IPO'd and mm. went huge, he was struggling to pay for every single bill the whole way yeah. through. And just, you know, a huge company like that that changed the game in really pretty short history it's kind of very recent history well that's the thing a lot of people throw in the towel before they get to that point where they're you know sustainable mm. but but you know that's a perfect example is if, if he's if he'd thrown in the towel with nike I yeah mean, it would have been uh, you know it's like you know stopping uh, two feet from gold you know the, the, you, 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 do you want to keep going and see see it through but those but the, the, uh, Nike's an interesting one because uh, yeah you're sorry just persistently and pushed on through and all those kind of things um, but also I heard that something like with Nike wasn't the, the, the logo is like the most what were you saying about the logo the other day something about how insane it is well there's just a few stories about the logo he paid an art or design student to create for him when when he first started the company and looked like a local college or university and she created it for something like $30. Yeah. And then after, but also had a, a piece of stock. So she, they issued her some equity in Nike mm. and then she went on to become, you know, 
ridiculously wealthy from this tiny little share that it's she had with the $30 you sh- logo. You should always, you should, well, you should try, if ever, never to give away equity, sweat, uh, sweat equity. Yeah, but this because is you this just is get, what? So you just get like, I mean, <clears throat> if you can pay for it in the start, in the early uh, days of your business, pay for it because you'll regret giving away sweat, sweat equity. This is true, and this is what I want to get into as well, but who would you have on your table, Francis? Who would be there? M- who would I have on my, my board? Well, yeah, I don't know. Who'd be on your board, buddy? I mean, it, dep- it, dep- it would depend on the business, but um, I mean, if, it, if we're just talking about something tangible business and I want a great uh, innovative team on the board maybe James Dyson oh he loves very the, cool guy yeah, really very James cool Dyson, Dyson. Uh, and I guess Jeff Bezos maybe I mean he, he'd pretty, yeah. be quite a hand he's done okay tech. hasn't he yeah. <laughs> yeah but apparently he's a real like hectic guy I mean well, whatever, well he's, he's, he's going to be pretty he's clearly much a very insane. competent guy you know but that's, yeah. that's again going back to that thing of like destination right they had it exa- Amazon's had it down to a T they always knew exactly their destination they were always going right 100% without a doubt uh, that's so much better for you that, that's worked yeah I mean his, yeah, ga- his so ga- end game he wanted to create a website which sold everything you know? but, but like also, that, was, that was his, his goal right I mean, but, but his goal was also his more I think his goal was more like customer service making sure that the customer had the, the best kind of process ultimate convenience ultimate, ultimate service well, yeah, but yeah. To, to, he wanted to have the store for everything online and, and, and actually he, I mean he makes a loss on, on, on Amazon like he, he it's a loss making I mean the actual retail arm of Amazon is a loss leader his mm-hmm. his real money comes from his cloud computing, and that's you know like uh, and uh, I mean he's he's really I mean in in that respect he's 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 basically subsidizing Amazon to become the shop for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, very, very, okay. Very but also guy. here we go. So now we got to get into the part. Which and uh, what about you, I would have your, around my table. Board? I would have around my board. I would have Edmund. Shackleton. <laughs> Yeah, you love that I go to that one every time. You met Jamie before. I I just love Shackleton. I think he's a fucking... Shackleton, Dr. Dre. (laughs) I would have... That would be an interesting... That great conversation. Who would I have around my table? I would have... uh, I would have maybe Hugh Hefner. Kate Middleton. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd have Hugh Hefner and Meghan Markle. (laughs) That's who I have. No, I'd have Hugh Hefner. I think... Just insane, like what he actually built, and it's just the the way he kind of creepy. It's not creepy. creepy. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag no, me too. No, I just think he is. I think he's insane. And who else do I? I really think is insane. Um, someone like, um, I mean, maybe one of the sports brands, maybe like Adidas or something. You know, the interesting thing about Puma and Adidas. You know, so Adidas was set up by well, there's a shoe brand in Germany which was set up by two brothers. Um, and the two brothers fell out with each other to they hated each other mm. and they went and set up two different brands one was Adidas the other was Puma um, well the, the Adidas was what they started originally and then one left and started Puma yeah because Adidas actually yeah. the owner of Adidas is called Adolf and that's why it's Adidas Adidasler yeah Adid- is that what it was Adidasler Okay, but this is the most important part. Okay, and this is what everyone forgets is that the troubles and the woes and the, the problems that go on at the very beginning. We can talk about success and happiness and glory. And yes, we're here and we've got a product out there. But what is the biggest thing? And you, you touched on equity and things like that and giving away. And I think, Ed, we could probably relate to that giving away yeah. equity when we probably shouldn't have given away equity. What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. I think in the early days, it's just it's so cheap. And yeah, exactly. It, you it, want it, it to. You, you don't, don't really realize the value about it yeah. at all. And now you go, shit. That's that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that's cost us a lot, and we can never really get it back. I mean, yeah, you can get it back if you buy it, but you know, we still don't have lots of. Just cash give it back. Go on. Just give it back. Just give it back to me. I mean, uh, I, 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 th- yeah. I think that's you know really one of the reasons why I you know I knew that I could do everything myself with Yoshi and I and I and I you know I 
I made that decision to do it myself uh, because I really believe in the product and I believe that it's going to be a global cider brand. I want to own as much of it uh, as possible before I raise money to, um, you know, maximize my valuation and minimize. My but but there's that belief, nice. right? And this is the tricky thing that a lot of people lose that sort of aspect and belief. Was there ever a point, and be completely honest, that you were like, oh, this is this is tricky. This is I don't know if we can make this work. Was there a point where you got to that bit? I think probably in the very early days when we were trying to make the sweets, <laughs> not having sweets as a sweets company is quite mm. fundamental. Yeah. But so uh, that yeah. was tricky. But what, as soon as we had them and we were, we were rolling, and I think since then we've just kept going, and that success point just gets further and further away as you grow. You know, it was going to be, yeah. can't wait to get our first supermarket, and then you get that, and it's mm. next thing, the next but that thing, the always next happens, thing. right? You're never quite satisfied. Now, now you're like, okay, yeah, fine, yeah. we've got another one. Now we want to, now we want to break America. And, like, and, and, that, mm. and that's the sort of frustrating thing that happens. But I remember there was a time that we came out of a uh, meeting, and this is about persistency and just keep going forward. We came out of a meeting with my stepfather, and my stepfather is a mentor for Ed and I in terms of our business. And he had gave us a bit of a shoeing, gave a bit of a kick up the ass. And because we didn't, our cash flow was this and all this was wrong. And we walked out and Ed, and I said, God, Ed, and I turned and said, Ed, make sure you just don't leave because that would be pretty bad because we had thrown some money into it by that yeah. point. And you went, don't worry, mate, if I have to sell sweets out of my bedroom, I'll do it. It was like sort of continuing that sort of drive forward, that passion, that persistency to keep going that you never kind of no left No matter you. what, yeah, just mm. keep, keep doing it, yeah. Yeah, well, it, exactly, because if you look at that, uh, you know, the story with... Uh, uh, Nike, you know, like uh, you can really, if you if you if you give up, you really are giving up the potential for so much more. Uh, but obviously, then that that goes back to you know also being self aware enough to know when to throw in the towel. You know, um, but then, not, not saying you guys need to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you trying to tell us, you tell us that we need to, we need to throw in the towel. This whole but, thing's been staged yeah, just yeah, so you yeah. can get the message across. But also, you know, that's and also the other thing is that you've got to be interested in the area. So that's about admiring other people. Like you know, if you're a sportsman, you admire mm. other sportsmen. And I think if you're an entrepreneur and have a startup and you're in business, you kind of admire other businesses. And what Ed, what businesses do you kind of admire at the moment? What different things are you looking at and loving? Hmm, I love. Um, Glossier the, uh, He goes, go on, give you a little fact about it It's a good fact So he they are it. at the moment generating more revenue per square foot Than an Apple store Really? In their stores I don't know if it's revenue or profit I think it's revenue Which is pretty mad considering they're selling Like a $10 lip mm. gloss or whatever they sell in Well Apple's. revenue is Apple selling iPads is so But also their store is weird yeah. You know, I, Ed told me to go to their store in New York When I was and I went to their store It's not like what you expect I mean, No, it's totally different But yeah. that's the power of social media, right? They blew up on social media And became like a love brand via social media mm. And they sell, I mean, so much stuff It's just, I mean, what is the niche there? Is the world, it's packaged? What is it? It's I the, think it's just that millennial Millennial pink thing is everything is word, everything's perfect for that new audience. It's Instagram heaven. Yeah. The store, the products, everything is just amazing. You know, but just to challenge a brand, they're just challenging. Or they're doing the opposite to what everybody else is doing. And you know, EasyJet came along and did that in flying. Mm. Candy kittens came along and did that in sweets. You know, lots and lots Yoshi's of brands done that in cider. Mm. There we go. But it's the opposite way. Hang on, stop what you're doing because we've got a word from our sponsors. Hey, that wasn't that bad, was it? Now let's get on with the podcast. We're millennials, though. You know that? We're millennials still. Yeah, are we? <laughs> yeah. Well, think... no, we always be millennials. <laughs> I don't know. Do we change as we get older? Do we always be millennials? Yeah. Uh, I think once you're, yeah, if you're born if you're within at that around cohort. Of, but I think we're not, we're technically um, 
not millennials. We're something other. So no, we are. Another, we're millennials. Another, no, there's, there's a more specific name for people who are born in like the, the 80s. late eighties. Yeah. No, I honestly, I think they're the, the, the one eighty seven or eighty six are called like Zetopias or something like that. What? Yeah, I honestly, I, I think <laughs> Zetopia. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. I, I can't. I can't be bothered to Google, but it's something along those so there's, lines. There's, there's sort of generation X Y. X. Uh, yeah, X Y. Z. <laughs> now, what next? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, what's going to happen? Is the world going to end? But what other, okay, what other brands are there? So you like Glossier. Which other ones are you looking at at the moment? Because you uh, always, Ed is oh. obsessed. You go into a supermarket with him and you'll go like, oh, I love that jar. Let me take a photo. A, I think there's just loads of amazing stuff coming out of the US at the moment mm. just because there's loads and loads of money flying around in the US for people who want to raise cash and start something. And they don't go into anything by halves. They go bloody mm. big from day one. Um, there's another another amazing brand called Everlane that do clothing and it's all about sustainable, transparent, um, not transparent clothing, that would be <laughs> pointless. Yeah. Um, Sick. But yeah, get transparent business. So they, they sell a t-shirt and they'll t- show you the factory that it was made in, how much they paid the factory, where the fact, what the working conditions are like for the people working in the factory. Yeah. And what, cetera, about that, what about that shoe brand you love as well? Um, early that? birds or something oh, all birds all, oh yeah all I know birds. all birds yeah, 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 yeah. they're cool they're, they look so comfy yeah they are and they're all from like yeah, sustainable yeah, yeah. Yeah. super sustainable yeah. Yeah, all natu- uh, not natural but I was actually going to buy some the other day yeah. I might I might do that but also this is the thing right that everyone forgets about brands now like all these brands you've just mentioned Ed, are all different they're all doing something different so the Glossier brand of Focus on Millennials and making it pink and Instagram worthy and all that kind of stuff and yeah. all these things are doing something different and what they did which I think you know, perhaps Yoshi has done as well, and Candy Kittens we did, and we probably did it by mistake, but it kind of fell into something again, is the fact that we didn't, and we speak about this always, but I can say again, we didn't follow logic. Now, if you want to follow logic, it's a good thing if you, as we say, is driving a car, flying a plane, parking a boat, doing accountancy, you want to do it by... <laughs> How many times do you park your boat? And parking my boat all the time. But you want <laughs> Really to, illogically. <laughs> yeah, you, want to, you want to follow logic, right? Because logic gets you back in the same place as everybody else. But when you're setting up a brand and doing, setting up something now, whether it's a shoe brand, whether it's a sweet brand, a cider brand, uh, a, a makeup brand, you don't want to follow logic because logic gets you back in the same place as everybody else. You want to do something completely different. And I think that's what's so important. Everyone starts like a sweet company and go, well, Candy Kins has done it that way, so we're going to copy them and do it that way as well but that's already been done so why would you follow in the footprints of someone else when they're your competitors you have mm. to change the game and make it adapt well i mean i guess coming to that conclusion is a logical conclusion right oh holy what's up mindfuck <laughs> 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 it's true i suppose it's true <laughs> yeah mind blown right there but okay here we go and also what is and this is again the cheesy thing but i think we've got to do it because this is a very much of a, a bus- cheesy thing this is very much of a business-based episode um what is the biggest advice, Ed, that you can give to people out there or to our listeners, to everyone who is starting a business? What advice do you give to them? One piece of advice. Um, I think it's a good piece of advice, pretty boring, but work hard. And I don't think mm. it's for just starting your own business, but for anything you do in life. Yeah. People really, really underestimate the power of just working hard. And I think that the people that succeed are the ones that are willing to work harder than the next person. And it's yeah. pretty much that. So you think hard, so hard work pays off? 100%. But you don't want to be the kind of, busy fool that just kind of works crazy crazy busy and oh, never so ever busy. sleeps and <laughs> yeah. actually is just doing the wrong things you, but work hard and work smart work know, smart yeah. and hard yeah okay francis what's yours 
Um, I, 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 I do also think it just goes back to what we were saying about, <coughs> about, about patience. I think patience is key. Patience With patience, you can move mountains and you should focus on those incremental gains you can make every day, which at the end of uh, a year or, or a five-year period, obviously always have a strategy as well, but that, those incremental gains are what add up to real success. Yeah, I agree. And I think for me, what it is, is I think that you, uh, as a starter, right, you're like a Swiss army knife. You have so many things in your armory that you forget. And I think the biggest advantage that you have um, as a startup is the fact that you have the, uh, weirdly enough, you, you have the ability to fail. Mm. and start again which as a bigger company you don't you can't yeah. fail and and that's what's so important that you are able to take those huge risks and be able to take go risks. and make mistakes god you have know, fun, yeah the, the most the most adventurous football teams you know look at the if you watch the all blacks play rugby right the reason why they're so good is because they take huge risks they offload the ball the entire time they play so fast it doesn't matter if it's pouring rain they'll play it in the back line all that kind yeah. of stuff and that's like business if you play like the all blacks you'll probably win like the all blacks really think that? and the other thing i also really think is the fact that everyone always goes god the big ones they're doing so well you forget that you are a competitor now to them. And I think what happened with Candy Kittens, you know, we were told that we're the best thing to English confectionery for 150 years, which is so true because for 150 years, no one has really changed the confectionery world. You've had Maynards, uh, which are wine gums, which I think is British. And then yeah. the next one was Candy Kittens because no one's ever challenged it. And the thing is now they can't adapt. We've changed our whole range to vegan and gluten-free and things like that. And now all the big players are taking notice of us and we be- we've become the shark. So as a startup, you are the shark mm. going into the, the sea of fishes. Fish are just floating around. You're the shark trying to eat them all up. Yeah. And I think that's what you have to remember. Yeah, very true. Motherfuckers. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Francis, we need to have your diary as well, buddy. Give us a little snippet of your diary. I want to hear about your week. I want to hear about what you're up to. I know about all these things. All right. So okay. just have a little like brief moment to just enjoy it. Okay, Ed, how... sit back and relax, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is how it happens. It's good. How... I don't know how... what's going on. You don't know what... <laughs> just in life. You don't know what's going on. I don't right. know what's going on. Here we Monday, go. Monday. Monday, Monday. It's at the end of your diary. I like taking the tube because I get to see so many interesting people. Who I would Wait, just... hang on. You just started that. So you went, I like taking the tube because I like to speak to different people. <laughs> Do you want to read my diary? Or? No, you read it. Because I get to see so many people who I probably never come into contact with in, un, under ordinary circumstances. Time you other, other, <laughs> other than this dribbling man who was wearing a mini skirt and a rainbow crop top this morning, I would have probably bumped into him at one of Jamie's impromptu dinner parties. <laughs> he was dribbling wearing a mini skirt. Yeah. What did you stand next to him? Uh, no, he sat down at the other end of the carriage. Mm. Did everyone just separate away he, from him? No one was sitting next to him. <laughs> Tuesday, Buddy is farting a lot today. <laughs> Or so Katie thinks. <laughs> Wednesday. Actually, this goes on about those, what we were talking about. Yeah. Everyone is talking about crepes. Well, as in, it's a good thing trainers are so popular these days because otherwise thousands of Indonesian children would be out of a job. <laughs> is that legit? 
insightful standing up for workers rights <laughs> is, that, is that your tone is like a lot of us like statements I feel like it's just, it's just one sentence up random thoughts random thoughts yeah. random things I like I, that they're not all serious but you know hey Francis we had the answer to the question of the week by the way alright so uh, the answer to the first question was uh, what was the first question <laughs> uh, biggest country in Europe so the biggest country in Europe is in fact France yes ah. Let myself down. Woo! Yeah. And uh, and and the um, only country you can get married to a dead person in in the world is France as well. Is it? Yeah. What? And the last time it happened was in um, 2017. Uh, one of the one of the police officers who was shot by the jihadist, um, I think, at the Charlie Hebdo thing uh, massacre, was uh, his wife married uh, married him post after he died because oh. then obviously there's you know what happens wow. is she now a widower well she's now a widower of, the, of a policeman killed in killed in action it's quite morbid though you'd be like how was your if you have like a if you ever have like a dinner party and no one knows you, you sit really down and someone sad, says yeah. oh my god you married where's well, Jamie he's in France looking for <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> trying to get married <laughs> hey Ed listen what did you think about the podcast man loved it absolutely loved it hey, I, know, I know that you, you, you're a big fan of it you like doing it and we're so happy to have you on thank um, you very much it was a little bit of a more serious one but I quite like that when we talk about business and things mm. like that um, it, it's super insane you know um, we've been working together for seven, eight years let's make yeah. it another 50 good luck to that Ed good luck yeah. good luck so well, where can you get candy kittens now which stores we can get them all over Waitrose, Tesco, Sainsbury's mm. Superdrug Boots uh, we're launching an Asda in January Morrison's nice. Um, and you can go to yoshisider.com to get your new cider. Exclusively available, direct to customer. And it's freaking delicious, Easy. man. And uh, we've got to big, say a big thank you to Izatel once again for being our sponsors of the episode. Izatel, you guys freaking rock. Now, we pick our sponsors pretty carefully. And um, I can honestly say that if you are a startup or you're looking to, to, to use for payment methods, things like that, turn to Izatel. They helped us massively. 100%. Our, 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 really, our, really good. In our business. I'm definitely going to be using them at my mobile yoshi bar next summer yeah they really do rock go and check them out um and ed like what we like to do at the end of every episode is leave our audience with something inspirational hmm. <laughs> Has um, he already, he's already done that gonna make yeah it i'm all out of inspiration yeah. now <laughs> go on just do it good um, i'd say dream big and always no, no one second i'll read and always this. masturbate <laughs> always masturbate <laughs> no um, do it in welsh as well I shouted Kamrag. No. Shalom Kamrag. What? Shalom Kamrag. I would say that you should um, dream big and always punch above your weight. So try your best to be somebody bigger and, and dream for the biggest possible thing. We didn't start Candy Kittens to sell a bag of sweets in our local corner shop. We went out there to knock Haribo off their perch at Tesco. Mm. Um, don't be afraid to, to have big dreams and ambitions. Ooh, love that. Hey, guys. Love you. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>